Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Kennedy, and I'm here to help you become the very best version of yourself. Hey legends, welcome to another solo episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you a snippet from a guest interview I did recently where I really give my personal opinion on nutrition and what I've learned across the years and how every single person listening to this episode can implement the fundamentals uh, of nutrition regardless of, I guess, how you eat or what style of eating you prefer. In the end of the day, there's a few simple rules that will allow you to completely determine your own results, whether it's fat loss, muscle growth, training performance, whatever it may be. But once you can understand that it's not a guessing game and that you are in complete control and it's a lot easier than it gets made to, to seem just with so much conflicting information in the health and fitness industry and um, you know people rooting for and against certain ways of eating, I think today's little audio snippet will clear up a lot of that. And I'm sure you've heard me talk about my approach to nutrition on the podcast before, but I think this one will be a lot of value for a lot of people that tune into this one. So thanks so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And if you feel like there's someone that could benefit from this episode, uh, feel free to share it with them or take a screenshot, post it on your Instagram story, tag me. I would love to hear your feedback and absolutely love seeing when people are listening to the show and, and taking some value from it. So thanks again. I hope you're having an awesome day and enjoy this little snippet. Uh, you mentioned about energy balance. Tell me a bit more about what you mean by that. So from a, a very basic level, the only way to change your body composition is by controlling your balance of energy. So positive energy balance, uh, meaning that you're consuming more energy than your body's expending, you will gain weight. And, and regardless of how healthy you eat or how much cardio you do, if you're in a positive energy balance, you're going to be over time. If it's consistent, you'll, you'll gain weight to lose body fat or to, to lose weight. And, um, there's a distinct difference. Like the goal should always be to lose body fat, not to lose weight in my opinion. Um, cause anyone can lose a lot of weight in a short period of time, but that's not necessarily a good thing. If you're losing muscle mass or you're, uh, negatively impacting your metabolism, but to lose body fat, you need to be in a negative energy balance. So your body consistently needs to be expending more than it's taking energy than it's taking in, which is often created with a, a well, calorie deficit um, and and the use of of exercise. I think exercise plays. I think people think exercise plays a much bigger role than than what it actually does in trying to lose fat. Like often when you speak to someone trying to get uh, nice and lean, they'll just be overtraining. Um, thinking that the more they do, the, the better their results will be, which you can have a quick result in a, in a short period of time. But when you look at the amount of energy our body expends daily, like exercise is a very small percentage of that, even if you are training really hard. So that's why, you know, being able to control and manipulate your your food intake is is so handy in order to just take the guesswork out of seeing body composition composition results because it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be a guessing process. It's, I mean, because there's so much conflicting information in the health and fitness industry and so many people who are really just tie their identity to a way of eating or a way of training or whatever, um, people lose sight of what actually gets you results. So as I said, regardless of whether you're vegan, regardless of whether you do intermittent fasting, follow flexible dieting, whether you like low carb, high carb, whatever it is, if you're trying to lose body fat, the only way to do that is to be in a negative energy balance, regardless of what you're eating. So 
I think that's like the the big picture and everything else falls underneath that. And then obviously <laughs> taking care of your actual health is is of the the most important. So um, you know, making sure you are providing your body with nutrient dense um foods as often as you can and just treating like I always use the analogy of treating your body like a sports car. If you've got a if you've got a Ferrari and you're putting the cheapest fuel on it every time you go to the service station, you can't be surprised if it doesn't run efficiently or if it breaks down. Same as our bodies, like it might look good, but if it's if you're not healthy on the inside, then what's the point? Um, yeah, I'm curious. Like, what are the kinds of um, like diets like that you're recommending to people? Maybe not so much athletes, but non-athletes. Like, do you have a a bit of a, a protocol that you put people on? Yeah, it's to be honest, it's exactly the same. Whether it's an athlete, whether it's a um, you know a CEO, whether it's a stay-at-home mom doesn't matter what it is it's all the same approach like as i said everyone has their personal preference so i'll never tell someone to eat vegan or not eat vegan or to do fasting or not do fasting a lot of the time that comes down to them um but from my side of things i i'm definitely looking at the main foundation and the principles they should be following so figuring out as we touched on like what their calorie intake should be and the second one that's most important, in my opinion, is how much protein they're having per day. So I'm often recommending um, roughly two grams of protein per kilo of body weight, regardless of who it is. Um, and that varies a little bit depending on specific goals, but that's a general rule of thumb. And then outside of that, like really debunking a lot of misconceptions and myths as to what people think they should be doing or the attention they're putting to a lot of details that are really irrelevant if they're not taking care of the the, the big dogs at the top, which is typically the calorie intake and the protein minimum. Yeah. Um, I often recommend. So once I've given them the amount that they should have, it's it's I give them a fair bit of freedom as to how they achieve that. I often refer to calorie intake like a financial budget. Like if I gave you a certain amount of money. Um, before uh before a week away on a holiday or whatever and you spend it all in the first day then it's not really my problem if you've got nothing left for the rest of the week yeah. um and you know obviously when we talk about food most likely people are just going to overeat if that's the case but it's just about teaching people like i don't i'm not a fan i'm not the type of coach who just gives a client something and says follow this and when you're done with that then you need to come back to me to get what's next like i really try and teach people how to train and eat the sustainable results that they don't actually need me unless it's really for adherence and for accountability. Um, so once they've got their intake, I'll obviously educate people on, um, you know, certain food sources from protein, carbs and and fats that, that they can kind of choose from. And then it's just looking at their intake, like a budget, like you fill it however you want. You don't have to eat six small meals. You don't have to fast. If you don't want to, you don't have to do whatever the hell it is that you don't want to do. It's like, you feel that intake however you like. There's a few you know, rules that I get them to follow in terms of trying to spread out protein intake. Obviously, aim to choose more nutrient-dense foods when possible, but it's also giving them the freedom to eat and drink the things that they like. Otherwise, they're not going to stick to it. So if you want to have a glass of wine with dinner, then go for it, but just try and fit it into your calorie intake for the day and understand that that's going to take away from what you could have eaten. Um, and if you can stick to that, then great. Or if you want to go out and, um, or just simple things like milk in your coffee and all this stuff that people some for some reason think is stopping you from losing fat. It's not. It's just like as long as it's accounted for, we're sweet. Um, and it, gives, it allows them to then figure out how to actually eat for their own results. So they know what's going on. 
they've got full control. They're not restricted in terms of not being able to eat certain foods or drink certain things, which often leads to binging. Like if I tell you that we're going to follow this meal plan for the next 12 weeks and basically all the foods on there you don't like and your favorite foods you haven't eaten for 12 weeks, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that you're going to binge on that after 12 weeks and you're not going to change your habits whatsoever because you've just followed something that I've given you and you haven't learned anything. So I often kind of allude to the fact that if you can't, if you feel like starting a diet or, or a fallacy phase, um, that it's not something that you could do pretty much for the rest of your life, then there's no point starting it. And obviously there'll be phases in life where you are a little more restrictive than others or whatever. But if it's something that, that is restricting you from things that you enjoy and you know that you 100% know you're not going to stick to that forever, then don't start it. Just, just incorporate the things that you enjoy into your intake and, and that's what leads to adherence. That's what leads to enjoyment results and changes people's mindset around fat loss or changes their mindset around eating healthy and stuff like that. Because again, there's just so much conflicting stuff out there and misconceptions that in order to get in shape, you have to live like a Navy SEAL for eight weeks and, <laughs> and just eat, train like ridiculous training that. sessions. And yeah, it's just like, it's, you don't need to absolutely kill yourself to get in, in shape, but that's ridiculous. Um, and that's why so many people struggle to do it. Or that's why so many people have this unhealthy relationship with training and food is because it's just a yo-yo. It's like starting this, I know that in eight weeks, I'm not, I'm not going to do that anymore. And from day one, you're thinking about the last day of that eight weeks and you cannot wait until it's done. So of course it's not enjoyable. Man. So that's kind of like how I, how I approach it.